And here we go. Here we go on this Monday. Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. It is the ninth day of January 2023. This is uh, Real Talk Memphis, of course, six o'clock straight up on this uh, first Monday for us. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Uh, we are back uh, in the house and better than ever, uh, getting ready to kick off a brand new year. You know, uh, I was thinking about this earlier today. This is my fourth year uh, actually uh, doing uh, a radio show or this radio show and kind of an, an another edition. I don't know how many of you started uh, with me in 2019, but we're in 2023 now, man. We're heading into the fourth year uh, of this big broadcast. Very grateful, very thankful for the opportunity. I like this radio gig. I hope you like what we're doing here. And uh, we're going to provide you with the best type of information and guests uh, during this year that we can. And we're excited about uh, what we are uh, looking forward to uh, down the road. Hope all of you are doing well. Hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I know we were here the day after Christmas, but we weren't here for New Year's. So I hope that uh, your first nine days of this brand new year are starting off uh, swimmingly well. Now, uh, as we always do, you like to kind of know where you can find this fine piece of radio broadcasting. Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, we're on live right now, 91.7 on your FM dial, WYXR. You can also catch us on the TuneIn app. Uh, we are also uh, on uh, Facebook Live. And uh, tomorrow, once they post the show, you'll be able to uh, see us on, uh, or, or listen to us rather, on YouTube. And as we are a podcast, uh, once they post the show tomorrow, you can catch us wherever you get your podcast. I think I, I got everybody. Um, we're also on WYXR.org uh, uh, as well. So uh, any, in any event, uh, great to be here. And uh, Lola's here with us right now. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, extend our, our best wishes to uh, our third uh, mate who's not here this evening. His name is Bryn. He is uh, our production board guy. And he uh, has COVID. Uh, that's just a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, that COVID is still with us. And uh, we all need to recognize and understand that and not take everything for granted. The numbers are going up slightly here in Shelby County. Nothing to get panicked about. But at the same time, you know, try to exercise uh, some caution every now and again. And keep a mask with you just in case you need it. So uh, we wish uh, Bryn a quick and speedy recovery and back with us soon. Uh, uh, in terms of our guest tonight, uh, we have a pretty good show starting off the new year. Uh, Michelle McKissick will join us a bit later on. She is a Memphis and Shelby County School Board member and update us on the search for a brand new superintendent uh, that uh, should be happening right about now. More importantly, uh, uh, how important your input is and if there's going to be any more public sessions in reference to that. Uh, we are also going to talk uh, in just a couple of minutes with Ike Griffith. Ike is the director of Memphis Youth Services, and he's going to talk to us about uh, the jobs program this summer and some of the uh, activities and events uh, that are going on in his world uh, as pertains to our young people. And uh, as it is the first of the year, uh, many of us start to look at uh, finances. Finances is a very big thing for all of us. 
uh, figuring out how to save some money, you know, for 401k plans, uh, what's the best move we need to make in order to kind of build up that nest egg. Well, uh, we have invited Vincent C. Perry. Uh, he's a financial advisor and the author of a book, which I find to be one of the best titles of a book I've ever heard. Keeping up with the Joneses, they're broke too. So <laughs> we're going to talk to him. It's funny, man. Dog. Uh, we're going to talk to him about that and his inspiration for that snappy title of that book that he has out. All that and more coming up uh, in just a few minutes. But uh, we're going to kick things off with our first birthday shout out of this new year. But we can't do that until I say, hit it, Lola. Happy birthday! Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of birthdays on this ninth day of January. Let's go. Bobby White celebrating his birthday today. Happy birthday to you, sir. Clem Williams celebrating today. Happy birthday, Johnny Curran, former MPD officer and uh, one of the vocal stylists they had over there. They had a, a, you know, a group that they put together. He was one of those uh, folks. That great voice. Happy birthday, Johnny. Michael Carter celebrating today. Jay McMiller is having a birthday. As is Julius Lewis. He brings all those great blues shows here to our city. Uh, Dr. Sandra Randall is celebrating today, as is Annette Fair, Leanne Ramsdale, and Tansy Taylor. And uh, yesterday, uh, whether she wants me to acknowledge it or not, well, first of all, yesterday was uh, the birthday of Elvis Preston. He was still alive. He would have been 88 years old yesterday. And our own Nicole Covington. Yes, that's right. I'm shouting you out. Her birthday was yesterday uh, as well. So happy birthday uh, to each and every one of you. And also, uh, a day before birthday uh, to a family member of mine, a very sweet woman. Her name is Brenda Granberry, celebrating her birthday tomorrow, the 10th day of January. To each of you, whether you recently celebrated, currently celebrated, or you have one coming up this week, a very happy birthday from all of us here at Real Talk Memphis. And we hope to be around here next year to celebrate your next trip around the sun. Thank you, Lola. So as we get into uh, a few news and notes, uh, kind of a troubling story to start things off. Uh, many of you may have heard uh, about the uh, incident in uh, Cahoma County uh, in uh, Jonestown, Mississippi. It happened uh, around 2 o'clock this morning uh, when a man... Uh, allegedly shot and killed uh, two children, a one-year-old boy and a nine-year-old girl. Uh, and uh, they, they say the suspect, uh, 25-year-old Marquez Griffin, uh, shot and killed them both. Uh, and uh, he had a child in his hand, uh, a young child uh, in his arms, uh, when police confronted him. Thankfully, they were able to talk him uh, into putting the gun down and not harming that child, but still. Uh, we mourn the loss of a one-year-old and a nine-year-old, one-year-old girl and a nine-year-old boy. Uh, he's been charged with uh, two counts of murder and aggravated assault. Happened at an apartment complex in Jonestown, Mississippi. So uh, many of you may or may not have heard about uh, what happened at the Pepper Tree Apartments. It's been a problem complex for a very, very long time. It is uh, one of those HUD facilities, you know, where, you know, basically, you know, when the government, federal government gets involved, uh, you pay a portion of the rent and they pay uh, the larger portion of the rent. Well, uh, HUD has pulled out. They are no longer subsidizing the uh, Pepper Tree Apartments. 
which means, unfortunately, uh, for families uh, that live there, they will be displaced and moved on uh, to other uh, facilities. Uh, this is what happens uh, when uh, you have a combination of uh, bad renters and, more importantly, individuals who are supposed to be responsible for the care and upkeep of uh, complexes like this uh, who no longer do it. So HUD has pulled out. Uh, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, COVID numbers are up nationwide, and they're up here in Shelby County a bit. There's about 100 people uh, in the hospital, which is a lot of people, uh, you know, for, for you know, non-other uh, COVID-related issues that are in the hospital for COVID at this time. Uh, fortunately, um, not many of them are, as you would say, low sick, uh, but they are sick enough to be in the hospital. And if you are a person uh, who has uh, low immunity, uh, you know, you, you are, you know, you're, say you're a transplant uh, patient or, or, or someone who has, you know, very little immunity, you know, at all of protection, uh, you need to pay a close attention uh, to things. And also, Keep a mask with you, especially when you're in crowded uh, facilities. Uh, an update uh, for DeMar Hamlin. It was one week ago tonight uh, when uh, in playing in the uh, football game against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, he made a tackle, uh, jumped up to his feet, and collapsed. He had a cardiac arrest on the field. Well, he has made uh, absolutely miraculous progress uh, in uh, seven days' time, of course, uh, you may have heard over the weekend, the breathing tube was removed. He's talking to his family members, and he's even communicating with his teammates uh, on the bills. Well, today he was released from the Cincinnati hospital where he has been uh, since uh, his accident happened, and uh, he is now back in Buffalo uh, at a hospital in Buffalo to continue his care. Uh, he is now listed in stable condition. So the prayers of the mighty, I tell you, man, this whole country galvanized behind this young man and uh, now he is feeling better uh, and he is well on the road uh, to recovery uh, let's see here there was a couple of other things oh what well actually uh, I want to wrap it up with this uh, we heard late this afternoon uh, that uh, one of our own former University of Memphis Tiger football player D'Angelo Williams uh, one of the greatest running backs we've seen here was elected to the College Football Hall of Fame late this afternoon. He is the first Tiger uh, ever to be elected uh, to the College Football Hall of Fame, ever. So uh, that is a very, very big deal. Uh, we are proud of him. We congratulate him uh, as well. And, and before we, we move on, um, Lola, uh, we do have uh, another birthday that we need to go and give a shout-out to because he is a member of the family here. So, so Lola, if you would do the honors. Yes, yes. A very, very happy birthday to our very own Jim Duckworth, beloved radio host of <laughs> Riding in Rhythm. That's right. Turns the big 6-6 six, six on this Saturday. Congratulations to you, big fella. He is on that. By the way, that Riding in Memphis uh, is the show that precedes our show uh, each and every Monday night right here on this fine radio station. So happy birthday coming up to our big man, uh, Jim Duckworth. And we're going to take our first commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to kick things off on uh, this first show of a brand new year right here on Real Talk Memphis. Quick break. Right back.
If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR is supported by Shell Days Music Festival, presented by Mentho, April 21st and 22nd at Overton Park Shell. Shell Days will feature two days of music with Trampled by Turtles, Southern Avenue, Leftover Salmon, Neil Francis, Paul Thorne, and Bailey Bigger. More information at menthopresents.com. WYXR is supported by GPAC, presenting Australian guitarist Tommy Emmanuel on Friday, January 13th. Tommy Emmanuel is known for his fingerstyle technique, live performances, and use of percussive effects on the guitar. More information at gpacweb.com. WYXR is supported by the Onstage at the Halloran Center 2022-2023 season, which continues in downtown Memphis. Experience live entertainment with music, magic, and more, including the return of Orchestra Unplugged and the Songwriter Series events. More information and the full lineup at orpheum-memphis.com onstage. Support for WYXR comes from Farmburger. Farmburger is your neighborhood grass-fed burger joint located in the East Atrium of Crosstown Concourse, offering custom grass-fed burgers, seasonal salads, and more. Farmburger takes pride in their grass-fed beef and partners with local farmers such as Home Place Pastures, Bonnie Blue Farm, and Marmaloo Farms. For more information, visit farmburger.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening, and for us, the first Monday of a brand new year. And uh, so, you know, we thought we started off in fine fashion. Uh, this young fella that I'm about to introduce is is not a stranger to this broadcast. She's been on here before. Uh, a lot of you know who he is. A lot of us know who he is and how committed he is to the young people here in our city. He is Ike Griffith, and he is the director of Memphis Youth Services. And my friend, once again, Happy New Year. It's good to see you. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to you and your audience. So, uh, you know, it's, it's been a minute since you've been on the show. Now, I do know that uh, last month uh, you all had a, it was a big recruiting drive, and I don't want to, you know, miss, miss say it or, or miss, but I, but I know that there was, you're always getting ready for the summer months. And the summer youth in program, uh, the summer uh, youth uh, employment program. So, how did that sign up go, and uh, how are things going in terms of that all uh, all around? Well, thank first of all for giving me this opportunity. Man, anytime. We have registration period during the month of December first to the thirty first. Right. To all young people who live in the uh, city of Memphis to register for one or two of our programs. One is called Employed which is our six-week summer experience. And our second program is called MAP, 
the Memphis Ambassadors Program, which is our year-round program. And we were all excited. We had over about 4,000 children to apply. We're in the process of having our lottery in February to choose those individuals. We're looking to hire at least 2,500 to 3,000 kids for this upcoming uh, summer program coming up. That's a lot of that's a lot of young people, and you know, as, as you know, uh, you know, we really need programs like this, especially for our young people. Uh, you know, during this time and during the summertime, you know, in terms of opportunities and 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 things for them to do. Talk about how important uh, that is, Ike, and, and how big a priority it is and has been for the city for some time now. Well, you know, number one, we're trying to get our young people prepared for adulthood. And it's so very important that not only the Memphis Office of Youth Services, but the other resources that we have within our city to be a support to what we're trying to do. You know, we're losing too many of our young people, number one. Mm -hmm. And it is so important that we embrace our young people, set them on a track of success in order for them to be productive individuals in our society. And you know, this cannot, this work cannot be a burden on city government alone. We're not only needing our different resources like our different businesses, but we need our faith-based communities to be involved also. We need our businesses to step up to the plate and really support our young people in our city. You know, Chip, if we don't support the children in our city, who will? True. And we always want to send our children off to different schools and what have you, and we want them to be able to come back. But they won't come back unless they see that we were supportive of them during their young age to guide and nurture them as they progress into adulthood. So it's important all around. Number one, we want the parents to know that we are their helpmate. Number two, we want to be supportive of our school system. Number three, we want to be supportive to our businesses here in the city of Memphis. And number four, we need our faith-based community to support all those other institutions that I just mentioned. You know, you uh, you know, you you really uh, sort of put that in a nice uh, encapsulated form, talking about the fact that you know we're trying to do our part as a city, uh, you know, in terms of uh, employing our young people, but more importantly, it's not just a singular effort. All of the uh, entities that you mentioned, and, and including the community, you know, as a whole, parents and families and, and neighborhoods and everybody, we all have to have a vested interest in the future of our young folks, don't we? That's right. And it's, it's so important that we understand that in order for us to combat the ills that we are facing with our young people this, this day and time. You know, peer pressure is very, very strong in this city. And if we do not come together as one to show our young people the right path to go down, if you think we are going, going through something right now, you haven't seen anything yet. You know, we have to support our young people and we have to be aggressive with it because each and every day that we wake up, we are losing our young child to some type of negativity in our community. Now, one of the things too that's so very important with all the issues that we're having with our young people, we have to be aggressive and come up with some effective consequences. We don't have those consequences that are strong enough to make our children think twice before going out here and doing something negative in our community. Mm -hmm. And that's uh -huh. going to be a joint effort all around. All those institutions I just mentioned, that's going to be very important. 
in order to help our young people travel down the right track. You know, there was a uh, juvenile crime summit uh, that was held this weekend. Uh, specifically addressing uh, the issue that you just referenced and that all of us seem to be talking about these days in terms of our young folks and, and uh, you know, what is happening out here in terms of uh, the direction and the focus. Uh, and I'm sure it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, there was a lot of people, hundreds of people showed up for an event like this, which encourages me. Uh, but the conversation really needs to continue to go on. But more importantly, hearing you talk, action needs to be taken as well. That's right. You know, Chip, we keep talking about the same things over and over again. We keep meeting. We meet. We're the meetingest people I've ever seen in my life. We need to meet in motion. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? I do. I do. We, we are so, I don't know, we, 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 we're taking this like a grain of salt. What we need to start doing, number one, the things that we put in place, like see something, say something, we got to implement that. When you see something, you got to say something. And if we don't do these things and be aggressive with our young people, we're going to lose this battle. And it's so very important that we as adults step up to the plate and let these children know we have been where they have to go. Mm -hmm. And if you notice each and every day that we wake up, you hear all these negatives about our young people, what they're doing, stealing, killing, robbing, carjacking. We hear this over and over and over again. But we continue to meet, meet, meet. We got to be aggressive with our consequences. Our young people need to understand what consequences are and what, what consequences really mean. And in order for us to do that, we have to look at our laws, we have to restructure our laws and we may have to create new laws because what worked in the 80s are not working now due to the fact we are dealing with a different breed of children. We, we are dealing in a different time frame. So we need to be very aggressive and, and just make this work. With time out for just spanking the hand, we cannot continue to do that to be successful. Ike, you know, you, you've been uh, very involved, uh, you know, with our young people for a very long time. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we are speaking with Ike Griffith. He is the director of Memphis Youth Services. And Ike, you, you talk to these young people uh, a lot. Uh, communication is very, very important for all of us to meet these children where they are. Uh, when you do have conversation with some of these young people to try to find out some of the things that are on their mind or some of the influences uh, that may be taking them down a certain path, what kind of things are you hearing from them? Well, you know, I hear that peer pressure is very important. Okay. And, and that's what's taking over the mindset of a lot of our individuals. A lot of our children, they are not prepared once finishing high school. And I just have to say what it is. I mean, there's a lot of things that play into the outcome and the reactions that we get from our young people. Second of all, they're frustrated, okay? Frustration means that they may have issues at home that they have to deal with on a regular basis. You know, they have to take that in the, in the school system. They still have issues from home that they bring into the school and they're just angry to a certain degree. What we're trying to do is lend a helping hand. But in that process, they need to understand that we're laying out a blueprint for them to be successful. And they need to listen, follow instruction, and execute those instructions that we're trying to give them. 
you know, we, we sugarcoat too much sometimes, uh, Chip. Mm-hmm. You know, we give chance after chance after chance. If we don't get firm enough to make sure that these children need to understand the direction we need to take them in, once they hit the streets, the streets will teach them, and the streets are teaching them in a negative form. So in other words, if a child wants to support, they need to listen, stay in a child's place, so we can help them. But many of our young people feel like they're wrong. They can't be told anything. A lot of our young people feel like, you know, they don't need the support. A lot of parents, you know, they're not stepping up to plate and lead the parents that they need to be. You can't be the child's friend. You got to understand that it's your job as a parent to be able to guide and nurture your child to be successful. Parenthood is a responsibility of a lifetime. Yes, sir. And that's something that we all need to grasp and make sure that we be firm, friendly, and fair in supporting our young people and our children. I Griffith. All I can say behind that is amen, brother. I I, I I believe in a whole lot of what you just said there. And we thank we're thankful for people like you. And I listen, man, thank you for all you do, uh, not only for the city, but for our young people and the passion that you put into um what you say and the actions that you put behind the words that you speak. I really appreciate you. And, of course, you're always welcome back. Anytime uh, there's an uh, issue or an initiative that you want to put out, you know this is the place to come. Well, I'll tell you what, Chip, I, I really do appreciate that. And let me just tell you what we are getting ready to do in March. Okay. March 24th. Okay. We are going to have a career and technical expo. There you go. Okay. Any career that you can think of, we're going to have at the Renaissance Center from 9 to 5. Anything from uh, rap, you know, children always get into this music and what have we going to have individuals in the recording area. We're going to have plumbers, electricians. We're going to have barbers, cosmetologists. The FBI will be there. You know, we're looking to help our young people who are in high school, there you go. finishing high school in May. Yeah. We're looking for those opportunity youth that they call R3, and we are looking for college students and young adults. In other words, we're going to have businesses there that will be hiring on the spot. There you go. Okay? It's open to all high school students. We, we even inviting the surrounding area, Mississippi school, Arkansas school, because we want to make sure that a child cannot say there was not an opportunity for them. Especially right. if they're not going to college. Every child would not go to college. And we need to understand that we need to guide them into some type of successful career that they can be successful in. My friend, I appreciate you. I appreciate all the effort that the city is putting behind this. And uh, absolutely that. And when you get closer to this date, send me a note. We want to make sure that we publicize this event coming up in March, okay? I I appreciate you, man. Thank you, buddy. All right. Take good care. I Griffith, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from the city of Memphis, uh, director of uh, Memphis Youth Services, and he was preaching. And uh, the words that he spoke tonight were are very truthful. And uh, some of the things that he said are some of the things that we need to hear as a city and as a community and as a support net for our young people. Uh, parents need to be parents. First and foremost, parents need to accept the responsibility that they brought into this world and make sure that your children are following uh, the path that they need to follow to do the right thing. Simple to me, 
maybe not to others. Uh, but I appreciate Ike and I appreciate everything he had to say and I appreciate the programs that they are putting forth uh, in the city of Memphis. We're going to take our next break and when we come back, we're going to shift gears and talk about your financial future and how important it is and some of the tips that you may want to think about uh, as we move forward in this brand new year. This is Real Talk Memphis. I am Chip. You are, well, you know who you are. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR is supported by the Onstage at the Halloran Center Music and Theater Series, presenting an evening with Don Bryant and the Bo Keys on Friday, February 10th. Memphis soul man Don Bryant was a solo artist at High Records during the label's 1970s heyday. However, many didn't discover his talent until the release of his 2017 album, Don't Give Up on Love, his first soul album in 48 years. More information at orpheum-memphis.com. So many times Support for WYXR comes from Farmburger. Farmburger is your neighborhood grass-fed burger joint located in the East Atrium of Crosstown Concourse. Offering custom grass-fed burgers, seasonal salads, and more. Farmburger takes pride in their grass-fed beef and partners with local farmers such as Home Place Pastures, Bonnie Blue Farm, and Marmalou Farms. For more information, visit farmburger.com. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening, January 9th. 2023, our first show of this brand new year. So happy new year to each and every one of you. Uh, I see uh, Michael Harris, true and faithful Facebook, I don't know, Real Talk Memphis supporter Michael Harris is on. Uh, Sarah Gum is checking us out as well. Uh, my, my, my friend and, and, and one of my mentors, Jet Lucas, uh, is watching. <laughs> he sent a note on, on Facebook Live saying, now how are you going to go to commercial as soon as I log on? <laughs> so... The show starts at 6, Jet. But anyway, uh, hang on in there with us. It's good to see you and anybody else who decides to join us this evening as my next guest. So, you know, part of what we do here is to try to provide useful information for you, the listening audience and the viewing audience, uh, to check us out. And uh, each and every year, a lot of folks uh, make resolutions. I don't, but make resolutions, plans for how they want to enter into a new year and some of the things they want to do better. Finances. Is one of the biggest things uh, that many of us uh, think about uh, as we start a new year. So I decided to bring uh, on a financial advisor. His name is Vincent C. Perry. He is a financial advisor. And more importantly, well, not more importantly, but he is the author of a book called 
Keeping up with the Joneses? Question mark. They're broke too. And I just think that is just the most, <laughs> that would catch my attention any day of the week. But uh, without further ado, Vincent, uh, welcome to Real Talk Memphis. It's good to see you and Happy New Year. Thank you, Chip. Good to be with you. Happy New Year to you. So, you know, we talked about this, and we're going to talk about the book in just a few minutes. But, uh, uh, you know, we always uh, think about our finances, in particular, as we start a brand new year. Uh, we may want to change the habits and, and set some new, uh, set some new uh, you know, habits and, and, and patterns in place uh, for, for saving money. So somebody comes to you right after the first of the year and, and, and says, uh, uh, Vincent, uh, really want to start saving uh, building, uh, you know, and so forth. And, and, and some of the best ways to do that uh, uh, come from you. So what are some of the suggestions that you would give people, uh, you know, just starting out really wanting to uh, create a good, solid financial plan for themselves? Absolutely, Chip. So, you know, the, the first thing I would really ask that individual to do is to understand their their why, W-H-Y. Why is it that I want to make my money work harder for me? Uh, do I have a family that, that I care about? Am I charitably, charitably inclined? Do I want to give back to my community and those causes that I care about? Uh, that's going to be first and foremost, you know, the, the items and the people that I care about. So understand your why. And then second would be to understand um, how much money is coming into home versus how much is leaving. Ah, okay. Cash one-on-one, cash a budget. Um, once you have that budget, Chip, that, that person will be able to understand if I have money left over or if I don't. Now, obviously, it, you know, if I don't have any money left over, then I need to kind of trim the fat. I need to reduce some of those what we call discretionary expenses, mm -hmm. things we'd like to have but don't have to have. And so, you know, I was, I was talking to a group here just the, uh, last week about budgeting. And, you know, th this budget doesn't have to be overly complicated. I mean, you know, I was saying, you know, you can go online. I mean, you can do uh, websites like mint.com or you can uh, do a spreadsheet or, you know, I was mentioning you can just put money in an envelope like the old folks used to do. Sure. Put cash in an envelope for, for various expenditures. But at the end of the day, you want to find a budget that makes sense for you and one that you were stick with on a regular basis. So that's going to be first and foremost, that budget. So, you know, you talked about uh, discretionary uh, spending, and a lot of times, you know, we, we put out more money uh, than we get in. Uh, credit cards, uh, for some, uh, cause a lot of problems in particular. What would you say in terms of uh, credit use overall? You, you want to be mindful of that, that credit use. Um, you want to make sure that you're not overspending. We just finished the, ho the holidays here, so obviously a lot of people uh, may have gotten into debt with, with those uh, gifts for those loved ones. So you want to monitor to make sure that, you know, your so-called utilization rate, that's the percentage of your uh, claimant that you're using. You want to make sure that rate is very, very low. And then if you have accumulated some debt over time, then you want to start to um, reduce that debt systematically. And so one of the things that you know I recommend to do who have credit card debt is to look at the highest interest rate debt first. Mm -hmm. Now some some financial professionals out there would rec recommend that you pay off the highest balance first. I take a, a different approach. See, that, high, that that high interest is what's really 
uh, burdening, burdening a lot of people. That's a heavy debt load. You want to pay that off first. It is, yeah. And then you want to go to the next highest uh, interest rate card after that. And so, again, monitoring that sp- those expenditures, reducing that debt systematically. Uh, another another thing that people talk about, uh, especially these days, uh, is uh, funds for emergency situations. We never know uh, when something is going to happen. Uh, you know that that we need uh, some resources. Maybe you lose a job. Maybe you know the economics. The money is funny. Things like that happen. Uh, you know, what is the 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 general plan in terms of? How much, if you can save, how much uh, in advance you should save, uh, say, for a rainy day or an emergency, three to six months? Or I mean, how, how do you uh, how do you tell people uh, to handle that? Great, great question, Chip. So I recommend what you just mentioned, three to six months of your regular occurring expenses in a cash account. Now, that cash account could be a checking, savings, money market account. It could be a certificate of deposit, CD. Now, for a lot of people, they don't have three to six months of their regular current expenses. As a matter of fact, there, there was a, a data point here that I saw that said that uh, the average American could not sustain a $400 unexpected expense. And wow. that's very unfortunate. Wow. So now, if, if, we, if we can't sustain a $400 unexpected expense, we have to systematically save to get to three to six months of our regular current expenses. So maybe we... Uh, have money come directly out of our paycheck on a regular basis. So maybe that's $50 a month, $100 a month. It needs to go into an account that's separate and distinct from our regular checking account. Okay. And so so it could be a savings. It could be whatever. So we want to systematically build, again, it could be a CD or it could be a money market, but we want to build up over time. All right, before I let you get out of here, I have to ask you about uh, uh, your your latest book, Keeping up with the Joneses, they're broke too. First of all, <laughs> God, that's so funny. How did you uh, come up with that uh, particular title, and and what is the message that you're trying to uh, to to deliver to to folks who uh, who read it? Another great question, Chip. You know, over the last twenty five years, you know, I've met with and counseled probably thousands of individuals. You know, some have a little money, some have a lot. You know, they're mm-hmm. black, white, Asian, Latinx. Christian, Muslim, Jewish, and agnostic. Um, but there's one thing that they all have in common, and that is they all want the best for themselves and families. Um, a problem I see is that some of the people I meet with, um, you know, they derive their self-worth from, let's say, material things, you know, stuff. And, you know, the idea for this stuff sometimes comes from these so-called influencers, you know, people they think have arrived. Sure. Um, now, these people that they think have arrived, again, they may have achieved financial dignity and are very well, or they could be one paycheck away from financial ruin. And so, you know, we have no idea what the true economic circumstances are for these so-called influencers. So our spending shouldn't be based on anyone, period, let alone those whose economic circumstances are completely unknown. Our spending needs to be based on our own economic reality, sure. good or bad, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. And, uh, you know, I mentioned some of the things that, that people need to do, you know, the, the budgeting, um, you know, the cash flow management, cash reserve, understanding your net worth, understanding what your economic reality is, not someone else's. And, you know, I, again, you know, I've, I've met so many people and, you know, some of the people come in, you know, they've done very well. 
and you know, but but their net worth is not in alignment with the income that they're that they're generating. And so they have to take a close look in the mirror and ask the person that's looking back, you know, are you keeping up with the Joneses? And if the answer is yes, you have to understand that those people actually may be broke. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the thing about broke, Chip, is that, you know, broke really is not a pejorative. It's, it's not an insult by any means. Uh, broke really has nothing to do with how many you make or where you live or what kind of car you drive. It's really about your thoughts, your beliefs, and your actions around money and not necessarily how much of it you have. And so, you know, the analogy I like to use is, you know, someone making a half a million dollars a year, um, but spending 499000 of it, you know, essentially is, is broke. Yeah. Um, yeah. On the <laughs> other hand, yeah. yeah, you know, and then on the other hand, you, you take somebody making this thing, you know, I don't know, $20,000 a year, but saving 4000 of it, uh, that person most certainly is not broke. And so, you know, my, my favorite, favorite phrase is, is not what you earn, it's what you keep. Well, listen, absolutely that. That is an absolute great way to to end this. And and, and, I, and I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show and, uh, you know, giving our listeners some some great advice. Uh, best of luck with the book. I think, uh, you know, the, the title speaks for itself. Don't you know, you don't worry about what other folks are doing. You worry about what you need to do. And uh, I think if you do that, you'll be OK. Uh, Absolutely, Vincent C. Perry. Well, well, thank, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What are you going to say? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one last thing. Um, I, 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 did, I would be remiss if I didn't tell people to reach out to a financial professional, whoever whoever that may be, for guidance if they don't feel they can do it on uh, themselves. Well, before you go, uh, give people information how they can get in touch with you if they need to. They can reach me at nine zero one three one two seven eight zero four nine zero one three one two seven eight zero four or they can also go on to uh vincent uh c perry uh at, at ameriprise.com vincent c perry at ameriprise.com as well well vincent thank you so much for coming on the show man really appreciate you great to meet you and i hope to have you back down in the future in the meantime have a great year and we'll talk to you soon thank you much Chip. all the best all the best to you uh, Vincent C. Perry, ladies and gentlemen, and that was an excellent interview. And I hope that uh, if you were paying attention, uh, you got some uh, good information from him because he gave us some good information about uh, your finances. And I wish you an absolutely tremendous uh, financial year. When we come back uh, after this break, we're supposed to have uh, one more guest. Uh, and I see her, she just logged. In. That was, you know what? That was just like a television cue. It's like, you know, it's like ready, set, hit it. Uh, when we come back after our final break, we will be uh, joined by our good friend Michelle McKissick from the uh, Memphis and Shelby County School Board. This is Real Talk Memphis, the first show of the brand new year. Quick break, right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR supported by GPAC, presenting Australian guitarist Tommy Emmanuel on Friday, January 13th. Tommy Emmanuel is known for his fingerstyle technique, 
live performances, and use of percussive effects on the guitar. More information at gpacweb.com. WYXR is supported by Shell Days Music Festival, presented by Mentho, April 21st and 22nd at Overton Park Shell. Shell Days will feature two days of music with Trampled by Turtles, Southern Avenue, Leftover Salmon, Neil Francis, Paul Thorne, and Bailey Bigger. More information at menthopresents.com. WYXR is supported by the On Stage at the Halloran Center 2022-2023 season, which continues in downtown Memphis. Experience live entertainment with music, magic, and more, including the return of Orchestra Unplugged and the Songwriter Series events. More information and the full lineup at orpheum-memphis.com slash onstage. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Chip with you. Uh, and uh, uh, went back to the uh, Facebook Live line. Tamarquez Porter. Uh, Tamarquez Porter uh, is uh, checking us out. I hadn't seen him on this before. And uh, appreciate you checking in, my friend. It's good to see you. And listen, uh, I'm looking in, in, in this new year to increase the uh, the attendance on the Facebook Live line uh, on this show. Of course, we're always looking to boost our listenership or, or however you find us, you watch us, you listen to us, you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you know, we're always looking to boost those numbers. So I appreciate all of you. And I appreciate my next guest. Uh, we had a slight change in the uh, itinerary this evening, uh, but uh, I'm very happy to have uh, uh, what I, who I consider a friend of the program. Uh, my good friend Michelle McKissick. She is a Memphis and Shelby County school board member. And tonight she's being mom, but she's giving us a few minutes and, uh, Happy New Year once again, my friend. It's good to see you. Happy New Year, Chip. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. So, you know, we've we rounded the corner on on a, on the new year. Last time we spoke, uh, there were a lot of more questions than there were answers because we were dealing with the a Germantown school situation. Uh, right. You know, the big three and trying to get them back under the umbrella of Germantown. And there was a lot of negotiating that had to happen, including the, the $72 million plus dollars for a cost of a new high school. All of uh, the I's and the T's have been crossed on, in terms of that, and we're moving forward. Everything has sort of been settled by all of the various uh, entities that had to uh, sign off on it, correct? That is correct. Uh, all parties signed off on it, and we just uh, wanted to stay focused on the children of our district. And, you know, maybe it wasn't the absolute perfect deal for all parties involved, but we have to deal with what we have. We had an immense deadline facing us that the state, um, excuse me for that, um, the state placed on uh, on our school district to make sure we got a deal done right. regarding the not only the three Germantown schools, but Lucy Elementary as well uh, in the Millington area. 
Yeah, there was a lot going on there, uh, but it but it seemed as if it uh, uh, all worked out. So uh, I guess now all attention. Well, uh, the primary focus of the attention is uh, the selection of a new superintendent for the Memphis and Shelby County School District. Uh, as we've gotten into January, uh, how, in your estimation, is the search going? Well, it's moving according to the plan that was laid out. And um, my apologies if it's loud in the background. I'm at Airways Middle School at a basketball playoff game. So we there's can hear a lot of fine. distractions around me. Yeah, we can hear you fine. Thank but you. great. Uh-huh. So um, what's happening right now is I want to mention a very important website for anyone uh, tuning in to Real Talk is that mscssupersearch.com. That is the website uh, where we can take all sorts of input from the community, because as we've said from the beginning of this whole search process, we want the community to be involved. Uh, we've got listening sessions coming up, and I can tell you more about that in a little bit, but uh, it is moving according to plan. It's um, We wanted to get this under, underway. I know that I've been itching to do this for the last couple of months, yeah. and mm-hmm. we started in earnest back in December. So it started in December, and you mentioned the the the, the public uh, uh, aspect of it in terms of uh, the suggestions and thoughts, uh, you know, of uh, of the parents out there. Uh, how has that been? I mean, in terms of uh, the input uh, from uh, the community, have they been actively involved? Uh, as many said, they wanted to be uh, in the process. Are you seeing that as uh, things are moving along? We're trying to provide, it's actually been very robust. Uh, our very first uh, community session, we had our first student session on December 6th, where we got our students and our districts involved in it. And then a few days after that, around December 9th, I believe was, that we had our first community input session. We've had another one since then, and we're resuming come Thursday. So folks are really getting involved. Another way, if you can't physically make it to the input sessions, we have a community survey, which is going to be open until January 15th. And again, you can access that at mscssupersearch.com. We're trying to uh, make sure we keep everyone informed, keep that website up to date in real time uh, so we can make everyone aware of the process as we continue with this as, as it moves along. So there is, a, there is a website, and you did mention that uh, this coming Thursday there is going to be another uh, public uh, event for people to be able to participate in? That is correct. We're having a, a public community input session on this Thursday at 5.30 p.m. at Parkway Village School. Um, and then next Thursday as well, it's going to be held at Kingsbury School, also at 5.30. And our very last public community input session will be taking place on January 21st. Uh, that's a Saturday. So, you know, we're trying to have these at different times of the day. So Saturday at the board office so that folks can come and be a part of that. And again, any information or questions you may have of, of regarding location, uh, it's at mscssupersearch.com with, with those details. mscssupersearch.com. Okay. Yeah. Uh, very good with that. Now, uh, in terms of uh, the timetable, uh, are you still, are you all still looking uh, at making a selection sometime maybe uh, into late May or June? Is that still uh, the, a possibility in terms of a selection? It is. That, that is definitely my personal hope as an individual board member. I have been uh, very vocal uh, since the beginning that I would love to have a superintendent in place or hired by the end of this academic school year so they can have the summer to you know, get things in order and hit the ground running come the beginning of the new school year in the fall. So that is uh, an aggressive timeline, but I believe that we can hit it. 
And at this point, what we're going to do next, after we get the community input, then we'll go into hiring a search firm to seek out uh, qualified candidates. And then from there, and that may be locally, it may be you know nationally, we're casting the net wide so that all parties who are interested, they can you know submit, put themselves forward uh, to be considered. So uh, you just said something that, that's very important. Uh, this is, uh, in essence, a nationwide search. This is not just uh, relegated to uh, local, even though a lot of folks have opinions on both sides, but this is a nationwide search for a new superintendent. Oh, absolutely, nationwide search. But I want to emphasize that when you say nationwide search, that doesn't mean that we're excluding people who may be local. That just simply means that we are looking far and wide, including locally, just to make sure we get the best candidate for the job for what Memphis Shelby County Schools needs at this moment and moving forward. So it does not exclude anyone locally, but it also makes sure that we we have the very best candidates in which to choose from in a nationwide search. Well, listen, uh, I, I really appreciate you taking some time. I'm going to let you get back to uh, being a cheerleader mom out there tonight. Uh, I really uh, thank you for for taking some time. I know it's it's it, it's uh, you're juggling the crowds and and, and and everything else out there. So I really thank you for this. And we'll be checking back with you before uh, the school semester ends uh, down to see, you know, as we start to get down to it, really get down to it, you know, where, right. where, things, where things fall at that particular point in time. But, uh, Michelle, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I really appreciate you. Good to see you. Thank you, Chips. Good to be on Real Talk. All right. We will talk to you uh, down the road. We'll talk to you soon. Please be safe out there. All right. So you're welcome. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, wraps up a a good show tonight. A lot of information, a lot of information to consume uh, this evening uh, from our various guests. I'm very happy uh, that they all uh, showed up for for the big broadcast tonight. And I am uh, about to get out of here and head home to watch the National uh, College Football Championship game between TCU and uh, Georgia. Uh, many people in this country think TCU is going to win this game tonight, but uh, we shall see. I'm pulling for Georgia. So we will uh, uh, entertain all that uh, later on this evening. And uh, in uh, b- before we get out of here, uh, as I said uh, before, uh, I am uh, – Really appreciative uh, to all of you out there who have uh, built this show. Uh, Really uh, put in the time and the effort and the energy to check us out each and every week. Uh, I am uh, eternally grateful to Nicole uh, Covington and and uh, Ayanna Gage for uh, being a part of for being a part of uh, what we do. They 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 help me each and every week. Uh, they are my backbone, and if I didn't have them, uh, I'd be a mess trying to sit up here, try to produce this show each and every week. So, uh, thank you to uh, both my ladies who have been with me now. For speaking of that, how long is this? What, what year is this? Two? How long have y'all been uh, hanging out? Turn it up a little. Just all just just a year. That's it. Year and a half. All right. Well, you guys came around the same time, didn't you? Yeah. Lola was, well, that's okay. Well, you know, we're all part of the furniture now. See, you can, and I've already let them know they're not going anywhere. So as Lola plays us out, uh, <laughs> uh, seriously, uh, thank you all. Uh, every last one of you, whether you like me or you don't like me, if you, uh, I like the show. And uh, also, we have a Real Talk radio show fans page. Uh, Michael Harris, uh, get on your horse and start uh, getting us more folks, including more folks to be a part of uh, our show fan page. I really appreciate you. And 
if you like what we do, seriously, talk to somebody about it. And uh, like, follow, share, and subscribe to Real Talk Memphis because we're working hard here and we're trying to provide uh, uh, stuff that we feel like is good for you. If you have any ideas or suggestions, guest suggestions, or thoughts, topics uh, that you would like to see us tackle here, uh, I'm not hard to find. I am on social media, so hit me up. So in the meantime, and between time, for Nicole, for Lola, and for me, Chip, have a great week, and we are out.